Hi, this is Jackie Russo. I'm the host of Razor Branding Podcast. If it's your first time listening, thanks so much for downloading. I hope you subscribe and stick around. Yeah, Razor Branding Podcast is produced every Monday. You can subscribe through our website, razorbranding.org, through iTunes. Uh, you can even put it into your RSS feed. For more information, go to that website, razorbranding.org. Follow me on Twitter, at Jackie Russo, J-A-C-I-R-U-S-S-O. All the links are in the show notes, as well as anything else you need to know about each episode. If you don't like what is being said, change the conversation. Hi, this is Michael Russo, creative director at Brand Russo, and today we're going to be talking about how Gillette changed the conversation um, as they asked their audience if they are the best a man can be. Uh, a few months back, we wrote a blog that talked about Nike's use of Colin Kaepernick um, in their Just Do It campaign. Instead of focusing on the controversy of whether Kaepernick was right or wrong in his actions, we instead chose to discuss Nike's attempt to cash in on such a politically charged national conversation, and really whether they had the moral high ground to even do so. Um, Enter Gillette and their We Believe the Best a Man Can Be campaign. Bullying. The Me Too movement against sexual harassment. Is this the best a man can get? Is it? We can't hide from it. It's been going on far too long. It's hard to deny the power behind this video that they produced and the message that carries with it, but is Gillette barring on a page from Nike in their attempt to simply cash in on another social injustice issue? Since its launch, the campaign has received both praise and criticism for its attempt to address what many are referring to as toxic masculinity. As the father of three girls, it would be hard for me to not get behind what most of this video has to say. Having a son as well, well, there's not much there to argue either. After all, don't we want our daughters to be respected and our sons to always show respect? I would think this is a universal truth, but clearly it's not the case for everyone. So, the question is, was it smart for Gillette to take this on and possibly alienate their core audience? Did they feel morally responsible to speak out in order to promote positive change? Or, like Nike, did they understand that their audience and the world itself was changing? As expected, there are many that have praised Gillette's efforts, and in all honesty, it's hard not to do just that. I mean, how do you criticize a call for men to be the best they can be, respect women, and protect those who need protecting? That being said, the Boycott Gillette Twitter feed provides many examples of why so many men have pushed back against the premise or delivery of this type of message. For most, it evolves around the assumption that all men are bad and the perceived attempt to vilify masculinity itself. This can all be debated, but the truth is Gillette did manage to change the conversation by cannonballing into the deep end of the pool. At Russo, we talk a lot about changing the conversation, but it is important to remember that changing the conversation in a way that diverts your audience away from your brand promise can be tricky. In many ways, it can provide opportunities for competitors to move in and steal the mental real estate that you once owned. How this move will affect Gillette in the coming months and years? Yeah, well, that remains to be seen. For everyday branding tips, subscribe to our Razor Branding blog and podcast.